This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, an update on the number of VA employees who have contracted COVID-19. AFGE would like more information on the Social Security Administration's plans for reopening. And one senator is hoping USCIS can avoid furloughing thousands of employees. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The number of Veterans Health Administration employees with active coronavirus cases is down in recent weeks. A total of 265 VHA employees have active cases. 48 employees have died since the beginning of the pandemic. VA is caring for over 3,400 veterans and 185 non-veterans with active coronavirus cases today. Nearly 35,000 veterans have recovered from the virus. The American Federation of Government Employees says it's still in the dark over the Social Security Administration's reopening plans. The union filed an unfair labor practice charge against SSA. AFGE says the agency rejected a demand to bargain over its reopening plans. It also denied the union's request for more reopening information. Some SSA employees have been gradually returning to their local field offices to handle dire need appointments and other activities since April. But the union says it does not know how many employees are back at the office. The top Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Committee is calling for another delay to employee furloughs at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy says he's committed to resolving USCIS's financial challenges. He says he and other members of Congress want to address funding challenges before October 1st. But Leahy says USCIS will start the new fiscal year with a sizable carryover balance. That should be enough to pay USCIS employees through the rest of the fiscal year. USCIS says it will have to furlough over 13,000 employees on August 31st without emergency funding from Congress. A large group of lawmakers are trying to expand child care for service members and their families. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. A bipartisan and cross-committee group of legislators are urging Defense Secretary Mark Esper to work with community leaders, veterans organizations, and state and local governments to develop creative child care solutions. The lawmakers, led by Representative Deb Holland, say active duty troops will likely be even more desperate for child care in the fall as schools remain closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. The officials estimate that 1.2 million children under the age of 13 will need child care services in the coming months. Scott Mazzioni, Federal News Network. The Postal Service says it'll hold off on long-standing plans to cut costs until after this November's elections. Plans on hold include changes to post office hours, consolidating mail processing facilities, and removing mail sorting equipment and mailboxes. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says the agency will still approve overtime as needed. The agency is also staffing up its election mail task force that works with state and local officials. DeJoy will testify before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee this Friday about the agency's operational changes. The Defense Department's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center and the Energy Department are teaming up with Microsoft on an AI project for first responders. DOE's Pacific Northwest National Laboratory is scaling up a prototype deep learning algorithm developed by the Jake aimed at giving emergency personnel more real-time information. The project is focused on wildfire prediction, hurricanes and tornadoes, and search and rescue efforts. The project stems from a White House executive forum earlier this year focused on humanitarian assistance and disaster response. 
The Air Force's top acquisition officer is answering all of the public and industry's pressing questions about one of the service's most futuristic weapon systems. Next week, Will Roper will explain how the advanced battle management system is coming along in the COVID-19 world. The ABMS is supposed to seamlessly connect sensors, weapons, and troops through a secure network for rapid decision-making. The Air Force has had to delay some of its testing in previous months due to coronavirus concerns. Another key OMB technology executive is on the move. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Grant Schneider, the federal chief information security officer, is leaving government. Schneider is joining the Venable Law Firm as a senior director of cybersecurity services. His last day will be at the end of August, and it's unclear who will replace him as there's no deputy federal CISO. Schneider joined OMB in 2016 and has been in government since 1993. Schneider has helped lead nearly every major cyber initiative over the last five years, including the development of the Cyber National Action Plan, the National Cybersecurity Strategy, and Supply Chain Legislation. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Northern Virginia Technology Council is a new leader. Jennifer Taylor will become the new president and CEO of the trade association representing the technology community in Northern Virginia and the greater Washington area. Taylor comes from the Consumer Technology Association, where she served as vice president of industry affairs. Taylor replaces Bobby Kilberg, who retired in June after 22 years leading NVTC. And for at least the foreseeable future, the Bureau of Land Management will continue to be led by a political appointee who has not been able to earn the support of Congress. It's the second time this month the administration has decided to vest someone with the authorities of a Senate-confirmed official, even after concluding they could not win congressional support. The White House withdrew William Perry Penley's nomination for BLM director over the weekend. He's a former oil industry attorney who currently holds a deputy director position at BLM. Penley signed an order last May that makes that position BLM's default leader. When the director's job is vacant, it's been vacant since the start of the Trump administration. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.